Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are off and running on a Super Monday. What we got told all weekend. It was super wild card weekend, Sean. It is halftime of the Rams and Arizona Cardinals game. And at some point, maybe the team that you once played for will show up and, you know, do something here. Uh, 21 to nothing, Sean. The Rams leading the Arizona Cardinals. And there was uh, respected money in the marketplace. That came in on Arizona over the weekend, pushed this down to three and a half, got to three, some buyback to three and a half. And you look across uh, here at Circa, Rams closed as a three-point favorite. At DraftKings, it was three and a half. Our friends at South Point, it was three. Doesn't matter what number you laid. If you laid it with the Rams, you're feeling pretty good right now because they have dominated this game. Your second half spread, Arizona is a half-point favorite over the Rams, Sean. You know, since I've gotten fully into this space, (laughs) the one word that I've learned is balance. Mm -hmm. And I think the line movement in this game is a perfect example of having balance. Because everything that happened from the time this line opened to the opening kick said that the Cardinals are the side. Yep. But the eye test, even though the Rams lost to the Niners, Niners are pretty darn good, Yep. said that, Arizona without DeAndre Hopkins really doesn't have that big of a chance, especially on the road against a Rams team that now has Von Miller, who they didn't have mm-hmm. in the previous game. And, and Cam Akers. And Cam Akers back. And I went with my gut. They yep. didn't have Odell Beckham Jr. Who is playing great, by the so way. So I just I, – I went with what my eyes told me, and I sided with the Rams – uh, I mentioned to you the uh, last week the 16 teaser. <laughs> I was thinking of playing, and I'm I'm sitting here waiting on the Rams game to finish. I have the Rams plus two and a half. Now, I would I would normally yell at you because you crossed through zero and you really didn't cross through any important numbers other than one, which was three. But I'm not going to yell at you because you're about to hit on a six leg teaser. Yeah, so, so who am I? You know, right. I'm just. I'm just a guy who who yells at you for things, but my best bet of the weekend was the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Never in doubt. I was doubt. with you too. Uh, yeah, it was weird. You know, usually I loved the 49ers money line which I played. Yep. Uh, and I was, that one was in doubt at the end. We'll talk about yeah. it. 
as the show goes on. The only game where I was wrong, and I don't really feel like I was wrong, I feel like Derek Carr let me down, was the Raiders-Browns. I mean, Bengals, Raiders, Bengals. Yeah. Uh, no, it's funny because you and I, when we had our bankrolls, and we'll get to how those played out, uh, you and I actually had a very good weekend. Um, hey, you tried to copy me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I just recall on a Monday when I said, really, you're confident about Mac Jones going in there? And then you come in the next day, my best bet is the Bills. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I said the Bills. I don't bet with my heart. But I, I pull from my uh, pockets and my pockets only. And in sports, things evolve, things change. I'm just saying, I was on this space in our show, yeah. and I talked about the Bills. Uh, I talked about the Raiders, and I was wrong. And then, you know, you copied me. You shouldn't have copied me because early on in the week, I was. if you had trusted with your gut, Sean. Again, that's what I'm talking about, balance. I know. You, balance. Were, you were initially in on Cincinnati. You switched to the Raiders. Even though the Browns covered, the Raiders were the whites, right side. Bengals. I mean, even though the Bengals covered, the Raiders were the right side. Well, I want to get they into couldn't convert any red zone opportunities to actual touchdowns when they really were. I'm not gonna say dominating the game, but you felt like that was the the right side. And then when they needed them the most, you know, Carr was pretty much invisible. Well, I want to get to all the games and especially that Cowboys finish, uh, which we will get to. But let's talk about the game that is going on right now. It's halftime. Hey, it's your halftime entertainment here. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I would just and what is there to talk I about? I would just turn off this game. I mean, the Rams look great. The Cardinals look awful. They look the Cardinals. They can't move the ball. Uh, Kyler Murray has already thrown two picks. One of them was maybe one of the worst interceptions I've seen in my life. Well, you, you watch cha- Carson Wentz. So He's getting chased in the very Carson Wentz's. Yeah, he was getting chased in the end zone. I trying to avoid the safety, but just like a, throwing a you know a, a water balloon picked I, off. Into the end zone. I have a question for you regarding this game. Yeah. Is Cliff Kingsbury the right coach for the Cardinals? I don't know. Because early on in this season, it certainly felt like he was, right? They were the last remaining undefeated team. They were 8-0. They lose to the Packers. And now, assuming this result holds, they will finish the season 3-7. and seven. There's this really is no year difference between three. what he did and Brian Flores did except – it was inverse. They were really good early, really average late. Dolphins, well, I mean, the Dolphins make the playoffs, but right. just saying, in the flow of the season, very similar. And I asked that question because Kingsbury is an offensive guy, and they have zero. Like, to me, whatever Sean, they of, have Sean, they have 40 yards right, of offense. Whatever 40. side of the ball the head coach is supposed to be an expert, and that – side of the ball catapulted him to the head coaching position, you better make sure that side is darn good. Like, I'd, I'd even be okay if it was 21-35, and I'd be like, Cliff got to go get somebody to fix the defense. Right. But it's his offense, and they look bad. No creativity, and not having DeAndre Hopkins kills them because Cliff Kingsbury comes from – the college side of playing offensive football where you don't feature your tight end. And this is kind of the inverse of Bill O'Brien, who is the OC at Alabama. And I mentioned coming from the NFL, you don't really run your quarterback. You know, very rare what Brian Dayball does with Josh Allen, even to the extent Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think runs Kyler Murray nearly enough in design situations. And Zach Ertz, is a legit top six, seven, eight tight end. It was a great trade. We talked about it, you know, on the show. We thought it was a great trade. Is he playing tonight? Uh, he's got one catch. He was targeted twice. 
Well, it's hard when Kyler Murray has seven completions for 28 yards. He's completed two passes to the other team and seven passes to his team. Uh, second half is underway. Once again, the second half line closed Arizona as a slight, slight favorite in most spots. So your full game current line Rams minus 22. It looks like in most spots. And we do have some sweats in this game. I have two player pl- player props that are still yeah, alive. Let us know about those. I have uh, Zach Ertz anytime touchdown, uh, and I have Tyler Higby anytime touchdown. So look at you getting into the prop market. I was bored. And of course, I if, was bored. If, if you didn't hear earlier, I have the Rams plus two and a half to finish a 16 six point teaser that Which included one? every game in the initial weekend of the 2022 playoffs for the National Football League. And so by the way, boy it, is five and zero. Oh, yeah, headed into a six and zero oh weekend. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the Rams don't mess this thing up for you. Uh, I did take a small bite uh, on on the Cardinals, plus three and a half. Uh, I shouldn't have done it. I was hoping we could both be happy. Maybe the, the Rams win by three, and we'd, we'd all be happy. That's a lot of football left. Yeah, not the way that offense was playing. Yeah, it, it certainly wasn't my favorite play of the weekend. It, this is what you're not supposed to do. You, you get some information saying that smart money's coming on the Cardinals. I, You know, go back to Friday. What do we say about this game? I don't think either one of us really had a strong opinion. Kenny White shouts to you. Uh, you he loved the over in the Bills-Patriots game, which hit by the Bills did it themselves. Mm-hmm. And his favorite play of the weekend was the Rams. Now, it hasn't cashed yet. We got to you know play another half of football here. But that was as dominant as you could have asked for. So Here's what I always ask myself. If sharp money is so sharp, why do they take it? Well, ask, ask the folks here. Oh, I, mean, I mean, it, I don't it, need it's anyone to money. answer. They, I mean, if they're no, always right, they're not always right. right. So, I, and, and look at this weekend. And now, yeah. and I'm not like, going against, trying to be reactionary either, yeah, no. Tim. I'm trying to like provide balance. Yeah, because I think you have to have balance. If this NFL season didn't show you anything else, it's balance. You have to have balance. Well, look at Sunday, and I'll, I'll just say this: if you regularly are betting against line moves, you're probably going to lose. But there are going to be weekends like what we saw yesterday, which was the line moved towards Dallas. San Francisco won outright. The line moved against uh, against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers wasn't even really a doubt in that one. And the line slightly moved against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just absolutely hammered the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, you know, line moves don't always, line moved against uh, the Raiders, or sorry, against the Bengals, moved with the Raiders. Now the line moved with the Bills, and that ended up being correct. And, and look, you go back to bowl season. What do we see? Those those big moves in the mornings, more often than not, we're, Sean, right. we're right. Yeah. So this weekend, the line moves were wrong. And it was, uh, I think it was a very fruitful, prosperous weekend for a lot of betters out there. Mm-hmm. And if this result holds, favorites will go 5-1 and one, ATS. And the lone dog that won was a very popular dog in San Francisco. So I, I think the public has a good chance, maybe outside of Bills and Patriots, because I thought there were a lot of people out there saying 
Bill Belichick getting points. How could I go possibly against that? Obviously, you and I were on the Bills. That one came home with with relative with ease. That was just an outright I just like domination. When people make money, and I had Buffalo I as my best bet. And I it was never did. in doubt. So I got a lot of thank yous over the weekend. I gave out the Niners money line just in case some people were, you know, getting a little fidgety, and were trying to ride with the, the Cowboys for some unknown reason, like they ever saw in the playoffs. I will have to. I- you and I were on the Bills. You just were a little louder about it than I was. I was on the Bills all week. Yeah, but I wasn't saying you weren't. I just said I actually tagged it as my best bet. But then I thought I, I have to give you a little grief. I was because Raiders. You were, you were very high on the Raiders. I was. And then you tweeted out, Big King's second best bet of the weekend was San Francisco. Ah, ah, I would say it was Raiders. It was 50-50. <laughs> Same amount of money on both of them. <laughs> It's the nightcap. The Rams are dominating. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, it's really good. Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge. Our leaky equipment to deal with, Zinn Nicotine Pouches, are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. 
So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Well, we go to break. We come back, and the Rams scored another touchdown. <laughs> 28 to nothing. Cooper Cup into the end zone. So anytime touchdown on Mr. Cup, you had to lay the juice. Minus 165, you cash that. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., by the way, I like those dance moves. Oh, yes. That's what you do when you hit a six-team play over the weekend involving all NFL games. That's what you do. You are uh, – you should Get be dancing. Down and boogie. You should be dancing. You should have made that your bankroll play. I started to. Honest <laughs> to God. I talked to you about it. You I started done it. to. Ah, the only thing that kept me from doing it, I was so nervous about the potential weather in a couple of games. Yeah. And that was the only reason I didn't make my whole bankroll, but I should have. I'd be sitting here with 6,000 of those things. I would have got you uh, uh, out uh, of You would have never recovered. Oh, I would have been done. I would have been done. You would have never recovered. Because you don't bet in a way that you can catch up. But I do bet in a way that gives me the lead, and uh, I remain in the lead. Uh I beat you this weekend, I think. Maybe not. Uh, Close. I don't know. Here's uh, take Raiders let me down. Yeah, take a look at my bankroll. Uh, we went we went three and two, some plus money there. So the Raiders three thirty to win three hundred. So you were up plus one sixty one. Yeah, I, I beat you on the weekend. So, but for but the overall season to up, date, up yeah. two sixty on the season. Um, and there's Sean plus three oh eight. Yeah, good weekend for Sean. But you got a little. Hey, you know what killed? You me? got a hole to climb out of there. What killed me was Carr. I mean, if, if just one of those multiple field goals, by the way, shout out to D. Carlson. I mean, he's tremendous. Was a touchdown, then that's a cover. What happened? I, I know people don't care about kickers at, you know, 10, 17 Eastern, but Daniel Carlson was drafted out of Auburn by Minnesota, and he was terrible. And now he's one of the best kickers in the game. Well, because he's with the best special teams coach in the game, who's now the head coach, Rich Passaccia. So let me get to, let's get to this because Mike Mayock uh, relieved of his duties today. I don't think that was a very big shock to anyone. He and Gruden were kind of a, a tandem. Well, forget deal. that. What draft pick do they have under Mayock, regardless of who you thought was making the picks? Well, Clellan Farrell going four was a great pick. I mean, come on, Henry Ruggs. Uh, what's the DB they had to let go that was a first round pick? Uh, Did they cut this year? I mean, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, I mean, any GM in the any GM in the league knows if you're first round, and they've already bumped Leatherwood inside the guard. Yeah, I mean, come on, you, so, mean, you can't withstand that. So that being said, they made it to the playoffs. Tremendous run down the stretch. Had to win their last four games. They win them all, albeit all were close, but doesn't matter. You got the wins. You get to the playoffs. You have a shot throwing into the end zone and the you know in the closing seconds. We've talked about it last week. Did Rich Bisaccia do enough to keep this job? I think the answer is yes. But there's a difference between the answer being yes, that he's done enough, and will he actually keep the job? You've been on it for a long time. I think there continues to be traction that Jim Harbaugh to Las Vegas makes a ton of sense. What do you think the Raiders will and should do with the head coaching position? Well, let me put some context on this. Uh, Rich Basaccia was my special teams coach in Tampa. He's someone that I've known for a long time. So personally, I would love to see him get the opportunity. As a – what word am I looking for? Because I'm a diehard Bucks fan, but wherever I live, I root for the home team. Mm-hmm. So – as a 
at least part-time Raiders fan, I think the best thing for the organization is to go in a different direction at quarterback. I know if Passaccia stays, that's not happening. So I'm kind of like torn because I don't think you can get farther than you've got with Carr. So here's my theory in the NFL. There are a group of quarterbacks that are kind of all in the same bubble. Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Throwing Dak in there, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Guys that. Don't tell Dave Ross. If you Because Jimmy Garoppolo's in this group as well. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Garoppolo's surrounded with the best supporting cast. Right. And so that's why they've been able to overcome his limitations because they're so good, you know, at some of the other positions. Whereas Minnesota kind of trying to figure it out on defense still. Um, um, Carr, you know, all the injuries. They probably had one of the more lesser talented you know, lineups in, so the, in football. So, so the problem and and has been well documented with with Minnesota and with Kirk Cousins. I agree. I think Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, I'd take Kirk over Derek Carr. But it, I think it's it six, depend on it's the six team. half dozen the other. And the problem with the Minnesota Vikings and why Spielman and Zimmer are out of work right now is because they have forty plus million dollars sunk into Kirk Cousins. For Derek Carr, his contract is one of the most manageable contracts for a starting quarterback at his caliber. Now. In the, exactly. Now. It's about 18, 19 million, but I think it, it was Adam Hill who said it on the show. He ain't playing on that next year. Well, what happened was he had redid his contract before this new money kicked right. in from the new TV deal, whereas Kirk Cousins redid his after the money kicked mm-hmm. in. So the bar had been raised as far as what the going rate was and he for hit the open market. a starting quarterback. Yeah. So I, I think it's I think the Raiders are fascinating – uh, I and think, I just think no, and say what you're gonna say. No, I, I, I just think you, you know if you're the Raiders, I, I agree. If he's coming, if Derek Carr's your quarterback next year, he's not playing under this contract. At that contract, though, I think he becomes a really valuable trade chip mm-hmm. because he's very uh, his his salary for quarterbacks right now in this league is incredible bargain at under twenty million dollars. So I think the Raiders are in a fascinating situation. Uh, because, you know, I think Derek Carr, unlike Kirk Cousins, is very well-liked, mm-hmm. is a great leader, and I think it will be tough for the Raiders to part ways, but if you bring in a new coach and you're going to bring in a new GM, it's maybe a little bit more palatable Let me to say, say hey, we're moving on. If I say that the Raiders were going to get rid of Derek Carr and bring in Mitchell Trubisky, they're going to hire Brian Dayball, the quarterback, the OC uh, at Buffalo, what would you say? I would say that's a at wash at best. Okay, what about if it was Baker Mayfield? Ooh. What about if it was Deshaun Watson? And, and no, if it was Deshaun, point, I mean, Desha- clearly Deshaun point, Watson. Here's the point that I'm getting to. Yeah. Sometimes these guys are better the second time around. Mm-hmm, that's true. Ryan Tannehill is a perfect example. He has when Derek Ryan Henry, though. Tannehill, right, you're going to have to surround everybody in this group with elite talent. There's only a few. Whatever team you put them on, they automatically become a contender. Sure. He's not in that group. So I'm talking your Aaron Rodgers, your Josh Allen, your Patrick Mahomes, like those guys. I mean, they're really you could put them on almost every team, and that team is, you know, at least in contention for the playoffs. So I want to I want to pause here for a little bit, just update the folks again. Twenty eight nothing Rams leading the Cardinals. Six rolling left in the third quarter. We do now have a lineup for the Rams and Buccaneers. A total of forty eight and a guess. half. Let me guess. Yeah, Bucks minus two. Very close. Bucks minus two and a half. Gotcha. What would you do? Uh, I'm not touching the Bucks right now. 
Levante David still looks hurt to me. Um, I don't have an answer on Tristan Wirfs, who, by the way, in his second year in the league, first team all pro. He's a beast. Absolutely. Shout out to Jason Light. He didn't get enough credit for being an elite GM. I mean, he's nailed some draft picks. Um, I'm probably not going to touch that game, but I do want to say before we go to break, and I know it's NFL, NFL, but Puck Shradamus does yeah, have a, a very large play uh, on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, a solo play. So uh, hopefully we can get this in. The Knights are at 1-0. It took everything I had not to play them on the puck line because with that plus – I think it was 221 was looking real juicy. But I said, you know what? Don't get greedy. You very rarely get the Knights at almost even money at home. So take them. They're playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a good team. But I think this road trip is worn the Penguins down a little bit. So I, I do like the Knights to so go ahead and but pull you, away. You played an NBA game tonight. I did. Oh, and I also have, you have the Lakers. Lakers money line. Whew. So the Jazz are in town. Jazz are favored by four and a half. And if you believe in tweets are magical, then LeBron's apologizing to Laker Nation. Hopefully he's going to come out tonight and go for 50, 22, and 17. Might, might need it, but we're going to ride this Laker momentum a little bit from I, last night's tweet. I, I kind of like, because in the NBA, you could see something like that. So I'm with you, Sean. Mm-hmm. Let's ride together with the purple and gold. They lost to the Nuggets 133-96 to on Saturday. Can't get any worse. They've lost three in a row, including losing to the Kings last Wednesday. So now uh, we're going to roll with them after the LeBron tweet. We have a line out. It is, once again, Bucks minus two and a half against the Rams, who lead 28 to nothing. It is the nightcap on VC. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet. Be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. Vcin is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Hey! The Cardinals scored a touchdown. James Conner into the end zone. Plus 130 anytime touchdown. They went for two, and they got it. So it is now 28-8 to eight in favor of the Los Angeles Rams, your current live line. I'll get that in a moment. We got a guest to talk to, and his name is Vinny Maiulo. You know him. You love him from all his great work here on VEASAN and his day job, which is Making lines behind the counter. Vinny, how are you, sir? Happy Monday. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend. What do you say, boys? Yeah, what's, uh, what is figured to be uh, a bit more exciting, and maybe it'll get that way, at least on paper, but uh, wound up, uh, but believe it or not, it's a pretty decent decision on the game uh, when, you, when you consider the fact that you had the two games on Saturday and the three games yesterday going to it. Um, you know, the betters uh, wound up uh, with uh, with both sides here, but uh, it's, it's not a good uh, 
not going to probably be a good situation. The books probably need the, the game to, to stay under, but I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Did open at four. Uh, they took four, took three and a half, and then uh, went back and forth between three and a half and three. And uh, we did close the game uh, at three. So, uh, but uh, you know what? Just uh, get ready for uh, for next week. We uh, we reload, betters reload, and uh, and get uh, get right back at it, fellas. Now, Vinny, I'm sure you're like everyone else, uh, probably about midway through the third period in the the Dallas Niner game. You went make some popcorn and you know boil a hot dog and, and kind of you know figure out what you're going to do the rest of your 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 Sunday. And then all of a <laughs> sudden, and Dallas has the ball. Now, what? Were you rooting for? What result did you guys need when Dallas ultimately got that ball down six? Uh, we actually needed the Niners, uh, really? you know, in, in the game. I mean, the game they close three and a half. It was the one dog. Well, here's why, guys. You know, when you think about it, it looks like, you know, Saturday was a good day for the books on paper. Uh, but what it did was get the ball rolling in terms of multi-leg uh, parlays, you know, for teasers, mainline parlays. And so those two, uh, you know, both favorites on uh, on Saturday, and then uh, you know the way the scores, uh, the way the scores fell, and then the, you know the the Bills game going over the way it did, um, you know, it, it, what really what really got us. So I, I didn't know that game was ever going to end. You know, you wonder, <laughs> and we were able to gonna, you know, people were gonna be able to. Uh, you know, cash your tickets and and get down on the Steelers Chiefs game. I mean, let's face it, the last two minutes of that game took about about a you know a half a day. So um, it was the one dog that uh, that kind of helped. Uh, we were up uh, for the day, uh, then gave away basically uh, everything from the first uh, couple of games yesterday uh, to the Chiefs last night. Uh, Betters got their revenge with the with the Chiefs. Sean. Talking to Vinny Maiulo from the South Point. And, uh, of course, all over uh, the VEASAN network as well as the Rams. Uh, they got mad. And now uh, Matthew Stafford to Von Jefferson. Uh, by the way, at what point, Vinny, I, I see one spot in town is, has thrown up a number already. At what point do you guys decide when to put out a number on Rams and Buccaneers? Are you going to wait until this game concludes? Yeah. yeah, and I'll tell you why. And, and you're probably looking at about a field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, you know, I mean, the game in Tampa, uh, this is fresh in everybody's mind. You want to make sure that everybody comes out of this game okay, right? Nothing happens to Stafford in particular. I mean, let's say, you know, I mean, it looks like it's the Rams are going to advance, right? Sure. But you want to make sure that there's no injuries to anybody. Look, you know what? You can have a hypothetical number and you can put it up, but the fact of the matter is it's not like you're going to do a tremendous amount of business tonight. Maybe if you hang a three, mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, somebody, a pro might grab it uh, just to see, you know, compared to what's out there. I mean, it's going to hang around a key number, but there's no real need to, to race to get the game up. Why? Because everybody's going to wait till next week to bet it anyway. Uh, like I said, the only thing you're going to do is, you know, if you if you put up two and a half, do they lay it? I'm not so sure they do. But if you put up three, it might be a take. You definitely can't put up a three and a half because that'll that'll disappear oh, yeah. before the uh, before the bulb uh, before the bulb lights up on the board. So, um, but I don't see any real need uh, to rush to do it. I'd, I'd wait though to make sure, but uh, you know that uh, there's nothing uh, uh, injury wise that comes out of the game for the Rams. You know, I know Vinny that quarterbacks are the end all be all, especially when it comes to line movement and. You know, that's the one position where if a guy is, is questionable or going to be out, it, it affects the line greatly. But what about the Bucks with Tristan Wirfs? First team all pro 
going against that D-line, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. How much of you making the line revolve around if or if not he's going to play? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, here's, here's something that we've had to really play catch up with on our side of the counter in recent years. Uh, not, you know, not just defensive lines and defensive players, but offensive lines have been, uh, there's no doubt that professional betters have gotten way, way far ahead of us in that regard. And then, you know, who are they going against on the other side of the ball? Right. So to your point, yeah, it's a quarterback. Um, you know, there's, there are certain defensive players that are key defensive players, no question about it. And, you know, a, a key receiver or running back that's integral to a team, but you have to really pay attention to offensive and defensive lines. I mean, we saw what happened last year in the in the Super Bowl for, with the Chiefs, right? I mean, let's face it. Uh, when when their O line was uh, was as beat up as it did, it was a big factor in the game and uh, had a, had a bigger bigger impact than uh, than a lot of people realized going in. But there's no question about it. Paying attention to line injuries on both sides of the ball, uh, we've got to do uh, a lot more work. Uh, to stay on top of it because professional betters are certainly doing that. Talk once again to Vinny Maiulo from the South Point. All right, Vinny, looking ahead to the weekend uh, on, I think it was, was it Sunday night? Yeah, when the when the matchups were, were out there, uh, a two-and-a-half flash real quickly in town on Tennessee-Cincinnati. That was gobbled up, went to three. I think three is where you guys opened, and pretty much across town it's painted three-and-a-half in favor of yep. Tennessee, uh, the first playoff game of the divisional round. So what early action have you seen, I guess in particular, on Bengals and Titans? Titans, uh, up to three and a half now, South Point. So, uh, again, uh, a key a key number, the key number of three. And we don't move the money on three, and that's just a matter of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, did, uh, did lay the three there. No, no real shock. Uh, now, you know, you can make a case. Look, you know, Tennessee at home number one seed, but, uh, you know, they're fresher. Uh, Cincinnati's got a game under their belt, and I think, you know, and, and certainly Sean can speak to this way better than me. You like to be in that rhythm. Uh, you like some rest. You like to be in a rhythm as well. Uh, you know, Bengals come in uh, after a, a tough game and uh, uh, found a way to win against uh, the Raiders. So, But they did lay the three, initial, uh, three initially, and we're sitting at three and a half right now. You know, Vinny, uh, if you make it Titans minus six, everyone will bet the Bengals, and the Titans are going to win by about 15. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to see this. I'm going to see this. You know what, Sean? I love I love the way you think, but if I, if I make the game if I make the game six, then you'll see Vinny in the dice pit again, just like he was when he started back in 1978. You know, Vinny, you I think Vinny behind the counter. We got some we got some pull on this show, so if you make it six, and you know. <laughs> Mr. Gone and, and Mr. Andrews aren't happy about it. We got a, we got a big desk here. You could come and join us every yeah, night. That that'd be great. Yeah, well, I'm gonna need I'm gonna be needed to be down the circle because I won't be allowed to South Point. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, Vinny, we got about a. You'll got, be fine after the game, Vinny. You'll get some flack before, but they'll love the way it turns out for them. <laughs> Ooh, guys, uh, sound like some guys in my old neighborhood now. Wow. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we'll get to this on the other side. Very scary uh, injury. Buda Baker, safety for the Cardinals, just hit and uh, the stretcher out on the field there. So we'll get more oh. on that on the other side. Hey, Vinny, we got about a minute. Uh, real quickly, Green Bay, San Francisco, Kansas City, Buffalo, right now at South Point. KC minus two and a half, Green Bay minus five and a half. Any early action on either game? No, not yet. Uh, again, five and a half, kind of a dead number right now. I think people are waiting to see. 
uh, just how the Niners are going to fare from uh, with their injuries coming out of yesterday. And then uh, KC and Buffalo, great game here. I, I don't know. It, it wouldn't shock me if this game does uh, does hit three. I think uh, pros are waiting to, to grab three if it goes there. But it may. I mean, uh, it is the Chiefs, and the public is. This is the thing. you got two real public teams here uh, going head-to-head. They love to bet. I know this. There will be a lot of over money in this game. That's for sure. <laughs> They may be chanting defense, but I always tell you guys, people lie. <laughs> they yeah, right. love <laughs> Right now, you guys have it sitting at 55 there for Buffalo yep. and Kansas City, the late game on Playoff Sunday game. night. Hey, uh, Vinny, as always, appreciate it. Uh, and I'll just say this. Don't listen to Sean. Don't hang a six. Uh, <laughs> keep your job, okay? <laughs> Hi, right, boys. I appreciate it. Always good to be with you. There right. he is, Vinny Maiulo, at Vinny on Twitter. We'll get the latest on the injury in the Rams-Cardinals game as the Rams lead 28-8 late in the third quarter. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. VSN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game, and College Hoops betting guides, plus all access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Head on over to vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is all Rams here tonight. End of the third quarter, 28-8. to 8. 
Cardinals leading the Rams. You know what would be great? Would have been great. You know, last Monday night, we had the national championship, and -hmm. it was a competitive game. Slow start, but still competitive during our show. And eh, you can't say that much here. End of the third quarter, field goal attempt coming for the Rams. Uh, Real quickly, before we went to break, uh, we were talking to Vinny Maiulo. Scary moment uh, with Cam Akers running, going for a tackle. Buda Baker, the safety from the Cardinals, hit his head, uh, had to be carted off the field. Did give the thumbs up. So a scary moment there. All two teams. You know, it's been a chippy game, Sean. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, you could it's speak, gotten real chippy in the second half. You can speak to this more than I, though. But at the end of the day, when you see a player going down like that, all both teams came together uh, behind, you know, rallied around Buda Baker there. So scary moment. Uh, hopefully, Buda Baker, uh, things are okay for Baker as he was carted off the field. Uh, on a stretcher, Matt Gay attempting now a 37-yard field goal. It's up. It is good. And the Rams now lead 31-8. to eight. Uh, I want to get to a lot from Wild Card Weekend, Sean, in the next hour. But just sticking with this game here, and we mentioned, you know, Vinny told us that they're not going to post a line until after the game, which makes sense. You know, what mm-hmm. if Matthew Stafford or Cam Akers, et cetera, gets hurt? But all things assuming health here, Sean, from what you've seen from the Rams, and this is what we do in college football all the time, that we overreact. Rams look real good tonight. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers is running the ball well. Odell Beckham looks like vintage Odell Beckham. I mean, Matthew Stafford isn't lighting up the Cardinals through the air. He's 157. He hasn't made a mistake yet. They're running the ball extremely well. Sony Michelle, 51 yards. Cam Akers, 45 yards. Uh, Cam Akers has that big catch uh, from Odell Beckham. So when you look at this Rams team, and I know you have questions and concerns about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we do have a line out. Westgate Superbook posted two and a half in favor of the Bucs. What do you make of this Rams team right now? Do you think they pose a legitimate threat to the Bucs? Well, they absolutely pose a threat. Again, I, I, I struggle with this one until I see the health of Tristan Wirfs. Mm-hmm. Like, if the Bucks do have a glaring weakness, even with the injuries to Godwin and the defection of uh, Antonio Brown, they're still lining up with Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski. So there's no lack of available weapons offensively. And, you know, even with, you know, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones out, you know, the guys that filled in, Vaughn played well, you know, so uh, we finally got uh, Gio Bernard back, who they yep. brought in. This past offseason. Five catches for 39 yards. So, I mean, the, the talent's there. The, the reason that the Saints beat the Bucks twice, they were able to dominate that front. Mm-hmm. And Tristan Wirfs, I don't know if a lot of people know this, second-year player out of Iowa, started last year all 16 games on a Super Bowl-winning team, and his second year in the league was first-team All-Pro. So this isn't just like, you know, a left tackle that's in the middle of the, the PFF ranks. Like, this guy is the guy. So he has to be able to play. Because the Rams do have, you know, an elite defensive line. So until I know that, I'm not going to have an opinion. So it'll be later in the week when I give my opinion on uh, Rams Bucks. Yeah, and having and, said that, I don't know what you can gain beating the Cardinals. I'm just saying that they beat a Dallas team. Dallas not very good. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They got names that you recognize, but the team itself undisciplined. You know, makes a lot of you know mental errors. You know, who really did Arizona beat down the stretch? And Sean. Looking back at week three, can you, I mean, that it feels like years ago, a game in late September in which the Rams 
maybe if you look at their whole, I don't know, tonight, they're looking really strong. But and that was one of their best performances of the year. They were phenomenal in that game. They they took it to the Buccaneers. They were at home. Uh, they won that game 34-24. Matt Stafford didn't turn the ball over, threw four touchdowns. Uh, they didn't have Cam Akers, obviously, until most recently. Um, you know, Can you take anything from that game and spin it to next weekend? Uh, it was interesting, if I remember correctly, and I haven't watched that game. I will at some point this week. Yeah, I felt like Stafford was able to create some big plays in the passing game off of the play action. And uh, that would be one thing where if you're looking at maybe a potential weakness on this Bucks team is, you know, they've had a lot of injuries in the secondary. Now they're pretty much healthy now. Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy, Button, Winfield, all those guys are playing. But, you know, Jamal Dean is inconsistent at times on, on the one corner. So, you know, they can be had, I think, if you can push the ball vertically down the field. But, again, they have an elite pass rush as well. So, you know, again, I'm going to withhold opinion on this game until I, 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 you know, see the injury sheet and who actually is available. Yeah, and I, you know, I think you make a, a really good point. By the way, this game will be the early game on Sunday, so 3 o'clock Eastern on Sunday afternoon down there in Tampa. The primetime game on Sunday will be Chiefs-Bills Really, I mean... That's in Buffalo or that's in Kansas City? Kansas City. Mm. And then Packers 49ers will be primetime Saturday night, 8-15 Eastern, 7-15 Central there at Lambeau. And then Titans-Bengals will be the early game on Saturday. Uh, once again, the early line uh, at Westgate Superbook, the only one in Vegas that have put it out so far, is Cardinals... Or sorry, Rams, minus 2.5. to 31-8 right now, 12 <clears throat> minutes and rolling left in this game. So... Uh, it is, uh, sorry, I said Rams, Bucks minus two and a half, beg your pardon. 48 and a half is the total in that one. You know, it's, I, I, I think that line is surprisingly short considering the Bucks are at home. They're the defending champs and they'll have the rest advantage. Albeit it's just a day, but they still have a slight rest advantage. No travel needed. And that game's under a field goal meaning, and it's not all the same, but the thought is on a neutral, this would be a slight lean towards the Rams. And if this were in LA, it would be Rams minus three, three and a half. So it's kind of interesting to look at the way they're feeling. These two teams are pretty much equal, Sean, heading into this game. Do you think that's fair assessment that these two teams, if they played in the Super Bowl, I know they can't. They're two NFC teams, but hypothetically, they played in the Super Bowl, it would be around a pick. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just, again, I don't have a good feel for Bucks Rams yet. I, I apologize. No, no, no. I'm normally strong on it, opinionated. No, I'll say this: I love the Bills. They're playing the really the well. Man. I just think they're playing good. They're good enough on defense to limit some of the effectiveness of that Chiefs offense. I love Tennessee in this spot. I'm just telling you, I think Tennessee wins this thing by double digits. So uh, I don't really have a strong opinion in Packers 49ers until I see the status of uh, Bosa. Yeah, He's such a big part of that defense. Left with a concussion. Um, Fred Warner said uh, he should be back. So Nick Bosa left with a concussion, uh, did not return, obviously, in that 49ers game. This is how good the 49ers roster is. I'm seriously considering taking Jimmy Garoppolo on the road versus Aaron Rodgers. But that's how on the good, money line, or just taking that's the how good I think the Niners are around Garoppolo. Well, and, it, and I think it, it's a, a, a message for every other team that has a quarterback that's not terrible, but also not elite. 
You have to do a great job now building around him. Like George Kittles, you know, make an argument. He's the, if not best, second best tight end in the league. Debo Samuel, Eli oh. Mitchell, all drafted Debo by the 49ers. Brandon Ayuk, who's turned into a studded receiver, drafted by the, by the 49ers. So that's what you have to be able to do as an organization if you're not going to have one of those top seven, eight guys that exist in the league. I mean, Eli Mitchell was a six-round pick he was out of Louisiana Lafayette last year. They drafted Trey Sermon in the third round, and – is he healthy? I don't. I mean, he doesn't get on the field. No, nah, he's not. I, oh, the kid from Ohio State. Yeah, because yeah. he was. I mean, there was some love for him. I, I thought he had some good games. I wasn't in love with him as an individual talent. I, I mean, just the, thought he had the Shanahan good match, matchups. I mean, you think back to the Shanahan, Mike, the one they miss, who would whose transcendent talent is Mostert. Raheem, yeah. Yeah. Now he's the one that's really talented. I mean, he ran for over 200 yards against his Green Bay Packers team two years ago on the way to the Super Bowl. Granted, that game was in the Bay Area, but I know a lot of people are going to bring that up this week. Is that fair to bring that up? Packers do feel like late in the season they were most susceptible on the ground and going up against a team like San Francisco who loves to run the ball, different varieties of running that ball. Could be a tricky matchup. I said it last week. They Packer fans should be cheering for the Cowboys. Rams leading 31 to 8. We'll get you caught up on this one. On the other side, it's the nightcap. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.